what's up you guys it's your girl talicia and you are listening to unapologetically unplugged hey y'all so we are back with episode two of season nine i just want to say thank you so much for rocking with me and supporting with me and we're about to hop into this juicy baby juicy toxic (laughs) toxic juicy topic of well y'all can read what is that what is that you rejecting them red flags causing your own mother freaking problems yeah let's get into it but before we do that let's hop into this poem so this poem is entitled just sex you can call me dr evil because i had many men but i ain't never messed with a mini man a roster for providing starving men with big appetites rasta pasta i was performing wifely duties for niggas who would just introduce me as their friend but wanted me to co-sign they pipeline so more women would give them their time. I remember this one nigga, I let use my car to hot box. That same nigga made my box hot. I almost told my cousin to get his gun cocked, but realized it was two types of men in this world. The one who provides the rock and the one who gets his rocks off. And somehow I got tangled up into the wrong men. Providing them with all my love but letting them leave me broken in the end, attracting damaged goods because I was damaged good. A typical cliche, daddy's girl at birth, then daddy started missing birthdays, and I guess he taught me the greatest lesson. Men only stick around in the beginning when shit is sweet. So no wonder I never made it past the honeymoon phase with the niggas in the streets. They love chaos. So when I signed the dotted line, declaring to never be a baby mama, they deemed me unfit to be a ride or die. Called me snitch, wrote me off like a bad check, gave my name to their ops and told them to do me in. See, these niggas be pussy. Bipolar when women reject their advances. So you never know if they're hot or cold. Temperament will leave you in isolation. Y'all throw off my peace. Men be the capitalistic vultures scouting out girls to bring home to balance their sheets. You know, put out their assets to bring back profits to their master who's prophesied to them that their owner is a prophet and you should always listen to the king speak. No wonder Eve stopped following Adam and ate fruit from the forbidden tree. How do we as women supposed to follow the leader when men don't know how to lead? So focused on the world They indulging in fleshly things, pills, power, and pussy. All three of substance to hide the conjunction of past pains that they let bleed over their present promise. I mean, let's be honest. A lot of women pray over pedophiles and kiss rapists to sleep. They lay up with their abuser because men will get in your head and make you think you're weak. And I'm here to say... I've never been the type to throw my life away. So when niggas ask me where to nut, it's always been pull it out and put it on my butt. This is just sex. And I never fuck up my future for a minute, man. Poem. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. I know y'all probably snapping and clapping and your mouth is open and wide on the floor. Because you like, damn, she really got bars. I know, Buki. 
little poet ear. Y'all know what's going on. I hope y'all enjoyed that poem. Um, yeah, it ties very, very well into the rejecting red flags topic, especially where I talk about, um, hold on, let me scroll right quick and see, cause I type out all my poems in my notes. I have a whole like poem section. I'm almost there. I'm almost there y'all. It says a lot of women pray over pedophiles and kiss rapists to sleep. They lay up with their abuser because men will get in your head and make you think you weak. I feel like that's just so, and that's not to discredit people. Well, it's really not discrediting, but that's not to bash people that stay in abusive relationships or DV relationships. But it's just more so to call it out to say that these are things that some men will do. And it's not to disregard the fact that men can also be abused. It's less likely but it does happen men have been raped men have been drugged men have been abused emotionally physically mentally because abuse is not just the physical so yeah rejecting them red flags let's get into it i <laughs> i just feel like a lot of times we like people you meet somebody you like them? You start getting to know them? I came across this post the other day that said, stop telling people what you want out of a relationship because they will come to you and start to portray all those things and be all those things just to get you. And then after that, show you who they really are. And then that becomes the issue. You start rejecting the red flags when you think that the person that they were in the beginning is who they actually are. And it's, they're not. It's definitely a misconception. You have definitely been hoodwinked, bamboozled, fooled. The wool has been pulled over your eyes. And this happens because of why? Because of what? You, you never go into something new telling somebody all the qualities that you like about a person. You allow them to ask you, what do you want? And you say, a good woman, a good man. And let them show you what a good woman and a good man looks like to them. And then you proceed to see if they treat you properly or not. And if you're going to deal with it. But to lay out. And I used to be a baby. I used to do this with, with men or boys rather. Sorry. I'm only 24 with boys in high school, middle school, having crushes, liking people, having these surface level conversations. And you're telling them what you've been through or what you've seen and what you want and what you like and what you expect and all of these things. They're going to give you exactly what you asked for because you've laid out the foundation for them, the rule book for them to show up as something and pull from these character traits that you've said that they don't even possess. And they're not even... Not, not to say qualified for, but that they're not even really about. You got them picking from a list of wording and saying, this is what I'm going to be today for her. And it's going to just reel her in. And what is the end goal for most men or boys at the end of the day is to have sex with you. Let's be real. And if you don't give it up, somebody else is going to be giving it up, baby. By the end of the next week. So... I want men and women to take heed to this and 
realize that you don't have to rush into things when you're dealing with people date around to be in our lower 20s like I'm pushing 25 because next year I will be 25 and whoo that scared me a little bit but being in my lower 20s right now there's no way that we should be feeling like we're done with love we want to give up on love because all because we rejected red flags we would have never felt like this had we not been in certain situations with people that we should have never been dealing with it would be so much so many more healed healthy relationships and interactions with people friendship wise platonically relationship wise if people were just honest, if you were just honest about your intentions up front with a person, hey, I would like to get to know you. Hey, I would just like to have sex. Hey, I'm looking for a relationship. Can we talk um, exclusively and then build our way up? Hey, I really like you, but I don't feel ready for you yet. I don't want to hold you up. Whenever I am ready, I will come find you again. I feel if humans were just more open and honest with themselves and with other people, you would have way more healthy relationships. When I'm saying relationships, that's including friendships and family ships and I, any any of the ships. It's really it boils down to communication and honesty. It, it genuinely does, and honest and honestly, even ma- maturity as well. Are you mature enough to have this conversation? Are you mature enough to tell somebody that you may like that I don't want you to wait for me because I'm not ready yet. And I would never hold up you being happy when you genuinely love somebody. You want to see them happy no matter what, even if it doesn't include you. And I had to learn that. Honesty is... (laughs) Is go read the definition. Honesty. You're just being honest. You're upfront. You tell the truth. You're not lying. You're not hiding anything. And let's make it very clear. Let's make it clear. Let's make it clear. When you start to withhold information, when you start to do things and don't feel the need to bring it up because nobody is asking about it, you're being sneaky. You're not being honest and you're not being upfront. Especially if you're dealing with somebody, relationship, talking-wise. Being sneaky is not it. When, once, you, once you start to do things and it has to be discreet, that's how you know you're being sneaky. A lot of people will say, oh, I wasn't being sneaky. That wasn't the intention. When you stop, when, you, <laughs> when you're doing something and you got that gut feeling in your chest, like you know if the person that you're talking to would pop up right now and see you, and it will be an issue. Baby, you're sneaking and geeking. Please. Please. So, that that's not honest, you know? And communicating. A lot of people don't know how to communicate. They do not know how to communicate. Talking over the other person while they're talking is not good communication. I literally talked about this in my last episode. Make sure y'all, if you haven't listened to that one, stop right here. Go listen to Grow. Super dope episode. Yeah, but literally the same concept of you uh, you should want to know how to communicate with people. So I think that's a lot of things. A lot of 
a lot of, sorry, not a lot of things. I think that is a lot of the issue mostly, mainly with any type of relationship. People don't try to take the time to actually understand somebody or see their point of view. They're very closed-minded. They will, it's their, high, it's their way or the highway mentality. And you're never going to get anywhere in life having that mentality. You're not. Thinking that the world revolves around you and it doesn't, you're never going to get anywhere. <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all, I used to have that mentality in middle school. Obviously, I'm grown now. Definitely have changed, but that mentality is just not a good one I have. It's, it's not. You really damage a lot of relationships that way. And it's no fun when, when people don't like you because you don't know how to communicate and you try to make everything about you. And it's not. You have to just be selfless. Love is very selfless to me. Love is very, I'll give you my last because I love you that much. I want to see you happy and I'll put your needs before my own. That's what love looks like a lot of times. It's very, very selfless. It is. And a lot of people don't possess that quality to be selfless. To say, I will give you my last to help you out. I'm not saying in a sense of you put everybody up above your feelings and they're disrespecting you or harming you or hurting you. No, we're talking about a healthy love and somebody that pours into you and you're pouring back into them. That's, that's selfless. It is. It's a beautiful thing to experience, to see it, to feel it. And we're all humans. A lot of us will say that we don't want to be in relationships or don't want to be loved um, by somebody else. But that's a lie. I can tell you right now, it's a lie. I've had so many times where I said, F this, F that. I can be alone. I can be by myself. And it's no fun being alone. And you're never truly alone. God is with you. But God in your relationship, God, <laughs> my spiritual relationship is not an intimate relationship. So it's it's not the same. And I feel that God didn't put us here to be alone and to do life alone because life does get hard and rough and tough even if you are a blessed person we are all blessed but you still have trials and tribulations that will come up and everybody has to go through things and it's just nice to do it with somebody else but you never will get to that point if you're rejecting red flags if you're dealing with the wrong people the wrong people can tire you out, wear you out to the point where you don't trust anybody, to where you don't want to love anybody, to where you don't want to open up to anybody. And it only affects and hurts you the most because you may miss out on somebody that really genuinely loves you and wants to be with you because you are now so damaged due to your own trials and tribulations with other people. That did not work when you should have let it go. People are for seasons. And they come into your life for reasons. And I'm not trying to rhyme here and give y'all another poem. But I'm just simply saying that there's a time and place for everything. You need to pray. I'm going to say to God because that's who I pray to. Pray to whoever you pray to. And ask them to release you from the shackles of not not accepting red flags for what they are a lot of times we will start to fall so hard for a person we start to make excuses for them in our head and now you're 
dealing with somebody for two years, three years, four years, five years, six months, seven months, eight months, a year is getting too long and too drawn out when you know that you're really not happy. Like, let it go. And it's easier said than done. I've been stuck. I've been stuck a, a couple of times. And, but when you get free, when you get really free, I'm talking about in your mind, you're free. You're not waking up thinking about them. You're not crying about them. You're not worried about what they could be doing, potentially who they doing it with. When you are free, free from the shackles, baby. It's the best feeling in the world. It is so liberating. And you never want to go back to that space of darkness and being so vulnerable. But that's where I say to pray to whomever it may be for you. For me as God. But to ask that you aren't turning into the person that hurt you. A lot of times that's what we do. And then you become exactly who you never wanted to be. And now people are rejecting red flags that they see about you because they want to give you a try and they love you so much and they couldn't see their life without, without you. But now you have been, it's like the red flag is just being passed around like a baton to everybody. Like here, you get a red flag, you get a red flag, you get a red flag. Yeah. So y'all comment and let me know where, where that little sound right there came from. Comment, comment on the episode of Spotify. Let me know where am I getting that from. You get a red flag. You get a red flag. You get a red flag. And that person didn't say that, but y'all, yeah. If you know, you know. But we're passing the baton. And it's just like nobody's healed, but everybody wants a relationship. Nobody is going to therapy and talking out their childhood traumas. And what makes them lack communication, honesty, commitment, how to be loyal to just one person, how to be open and honest with somebody that they were molested or touched or abused. Nobody wants to open up and be real and get genuine help. So then you're just passing the baton around and red flags. I hurt you because I'm, I've been hurt and now you've been tainted. It's literally like having a glass of water and every interaction you have with somebody is another colored dye. You keep messing with the wrong people, the more your water goes from clear to a murky, crazy looking black brown color. And why? Because you never took the time to invest in the right people or stop messing with the wrong people. The more you talk to somebody, the more dye they're going to be putting into your clear water. And that's not to say that you were perfect, but that's to say that you were you and you had your own issues and your own stuff and own life before somebody else came and started adding on to you. And the more you talk and deal with somebody, the more dye is going into your water. And the more you keep just letting it drag out and drag on, the further away you're getting from the clear water. Imagine applying that to spirituality and God and rejecting red flags and things that God says not to do. And the further you keep doing what he says not to do, you're literally adding more sin, 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 sin in your cup of water. And now it's not even near clear anymore. Insane. 
insane, right? It is. That's what we do. Because we have our own red flags. Did y'all know that? You may think that you're perfect, but I promise you, if you ask a friend, a friend that you wouldn't mind being real with you, what are my red flags? They're going to tell you. None of us are exempt from having red flags because all of us have been through something in our life that has changed us drastically or that has shaped us into who we are now and is not who we originally were. I say it all the time. I wish I could go back to the way I used to be before I was hurt. I don't even know what that girl looks like anymore. I have videos of that girl and how happy she was and how just joyful she was and youthful she was. And But now I'm here. And at times it's like, dang, like why am I so... I don't think I'm a pessimistic person. I think I'm realistic. But at times I can have pessimistic ways. I'm just like, dang, how did I get to this point to where I, it just, it's not even a, you try a new thing that is going to work. I'm already thinking of how it, it will fail. And I'm like, something along the way shifted my brain to think like that. And it's just like, that's a red flag. You don't want somebody that's always thinking of the worst instead of thinking of the best. And that's something I work on, but that just goes to show that none of us are without flaw. None of us are exempt, like I said, from red flags. And you just want to be able to call them out, call out your own. You want to be able to call out other people's, spot them out and say, hey, let's have a grown-up mature conversation. This is what I see that you're doing and I don't like it. And be open and honest about it. If nobody is ever expressing to somebody that, hey, I've noticed this about you. This is a red flag. And I like you enough to tell you that I would like you to work on this thing because I do want to keep talking to you. Or I do want to still be friends with you. But you have to work on this because it's not healthy for you or for our friendship slash relationship, whatever it may be. But to know a person that has red flags and you've told them about their red flags in a most respectful way and they're choosing to still have the same actions and do the same things and the same thought process and nothing is seeming to change and work and you are now in the delusional state of mind to where it's you're creating excuses for them and you're taking up for them when other people can identify their red flags and are telling you that you deserve more, then at that point you're rejecting red flags. And why? Why do we reject red flags? I want y'all to comment on this episode about that too. Why do you think you've rejected red flags in the past? For me, very short story. Because it pertains to everybody I've ever dealt with that wasn't good for me. Why did I reject the red flags? Because I loved them. All right. So let's break that down some more. You can love people from a distance. You can love people and want the best for them. And you just not be a part of that. So you don't have to deal with the hurt and the pain and the abuse that comes with them. I just want y'all to grasp that. 
You are worthy. You are enough. You are more than capable to get somebody else that loves you properly. That is a good friend. That is a good family member. I told y'all I'm going through all the ships, relationships, family ships, friendships. You can, you can have the right people in your life. Stop dealing with the wrong ones. And like I said, it's very much easier said than done, but I'm here to let you know that you are capable of having it better. I think sometimes we get so into our own heads that we say, oh, I could never meet somebody else like this. Or people will manipulate you and tell you there's nobody out there that's better than me. Nobody's going to love you as good as me. You're not not good enough for anybody out there. People be upset and talking down to you like that because they know that you can go out there and get somebody better. And they want to get into your psyche and tap into your psyche and get into your conscious and subconscious mind to where... You start believing the BS that they're telling you and the lies they're telling you. And that's when you just block somebody. Okay. I'm the, (laughs) and this is not good. This might be a red flag, actually. Actually, but I'll be arguing with somebody. And if you piss me off, I'm blocking you in the middle of you typing. Yeah. Because boo boo, I said what I said and that was done. That's toxic. Mm, That's toxic. It's toxic and it's a red flag. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't call myself out. It's not okay. You should be able to have good conversation. But when it's arguing, I don't want to keep going back and forth. After I say what I say, leave me alone. And I'm working on that. But the person that I'm usually doing it to, don't, I, a red flag. Uh, many of, many red flags should have been done with. This was the past, though, because I ain't even talking to that person tomorrow. But, yeah, very much so will block you in a heartbeat. And sometimes you do have to block people. And I'm not saying block them in the middle of an argument or a conversation. But I'm saying sometimes you need to cut off the access. Cut off the access. I think allowing people to have access to you, even if you aren't talking to them, it's still rejecting the red flags. Why? Because you're still leaving room for that red flag to pop back up into your life in some form or fashion. And people will try to argue me this down all day and say, well, I just don't like to block people. And I only block people if I'm really pressed. Like that doesn't even make sense. It, it just doesn't. Blocking people is literally cutting off access to them talking to you. I don't really see another way around explaining that. I don't think it shows that you're oppressed. I don't think that it shows that they've won. I think it's liberating to you that you're able and have the maturity and the will to say, I'm really done with you. I don't want you having access to me. You aren't deserving of that access. It's just a respect thing for yourself. I've I've talked uh, many of times up here saying that you can't possibly say you love yourself and allow people to disrespect you. Same with red flags. You can't keep identifying red flags with people and then creating excuses for them to stay in your life. You don't love yourself. Not as much as you think you do. Because you wouldn't even let nobody play with you like that. What are red flags that you see in people, your friends, you've seen in past relationships, 
Hell, you might see it in your relationship, marriage now. A lack of communication. Don't know how to talk to people properly. Lack honesty. Lie all the time. They'll tell you the sky's red. <laughs> fall for anything. And fall for anything goes for like having no sense of self. You just go with the flow. You just do what whatever the crowd does. No sense of yourself. No self-realization. Nothing. Like you just act like you're literally like a, a fly trap. Like you just pick up whatever the wind is blowing and that's how you act for the day. There's no sense of your own being, your own person. Who are you without the outside noise, without the influence? Who are you? That's a red flag. That's lack of self-love. Like, but you don't, you don't know yourself and you're trying to be like everybody else. So I just want to know what are some red flags that y'all see in people? Blocking and unblocking a red flag. Cause you're just, you want to block the toxic, but then bring it back. You don't, you're not disciplined. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. You're not disciplined. If you can't pass, you're not disciplined. So, you know, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people that's going to ruffle some feathers. But, yeah, you like discipline. You start something but never finish it. You start something but always quitting and stopping. And I'm going to restart again. You like self-discipline. You do. It's something you can work on. All these are something that you can work on and make better and get rid of the red flags. But you have to stop rejecting them, especially when, especially when red flags are a warning sign of danger or something that's going to end up potentially hurting you or being toxic. Aggression, abuse, narcissistic ways, all of that. Red flags. Somebody degrading you all the time. Baby, don't nobody deserve that. You don't deserve it. I don't know who this may come across or who may hear this or may need to hear this, but you don't deserve it. You never deserved it. I'm here to let you know that nobody deserves to be belittled. Nobody deserves to be put down. Nobody deserves to be talked to like they're less than or like you're somebody's child. You don't deserve that. You are enough exactly how you are in this moment. Big, little, fat, skinny, acne, no acne, long hair, short hair. It does not matter. Fit, unfit. You are worthy. You are a worthy king or queen. You are. And I just want people to identify red flags and when you get an identification notification saying boop 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 this person don't know how to communicate boop 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 this person is belittling you because you're expressing how you feel boop 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 this person is purposely not understanding you and trying to create an argument 
trying to create a argument to blame it on you and shift blame. Boop, boop, boop. It's time for you to go. I wish we had beepers to allow us to know and to signal to us in the highest regard, leave, exit the premises, evacuate, jump ship now. It would save so many people. How many people have passed away due to domestic violence this year that I've seen? Women with four kids, two kids, one kid being murdered by her boyfriend, husband, because they're abusive, because they don't want them to to move on and be with somebody that would treat them better. Y'all better start identifying these red flags before you even lay down with a person and have a kid with them. That's, uh, baby, I pray against that. I genuinely do. I pray against having a kid with somebody that's a narcissistic person or that's manipulative. Mm -mm. Allow me to get the red flag before it even get that far because, mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. you deserve more. You deserve so much more. You deserve good friends. They don't talk behind you, behind your back. They don't mess with somebody you've messed with that shows up for you, that supports you, that is there to uplift you, that doesn't steal your shine when it's your moment. You gotta watch out for people like that. For real. Because a lot of people will be obsessive, okay? I think that's a red flag too. Trying to be obsessive to the point where you're trying to be somebody else. Like, you're you, I'm me. Don't try to be me. You can't be me. I'm the only person that can be me. And you're the only person that can be you. It comes down to loving yourself. Loving yourself enough to realize when somebody is playing with you. And knowing how to identify red flags and not reject them when you see them. Not reject them just because you want them to be what you want them to be. They show you their true colors the first time. Believe them, believe them, believe them. That's such a cliche. That's what everybody sees. It get posted all the time, but really believe them. Stop trying to paint over what they're already showing you. Because who ends up hurt in the end? You do. Or who could end up potentially dead in the end? You could. So nip it in the bud before it ever even gets to that extensive of a situation. It's tragic what a lot of women go through when it comes to domestic violence. It's, it genuinely does break my heart because a lot of people that I know that have been through it didn't deserve it. Didn't deserve it at all. Not one bit. Some of the sweetest people did not deserve it. So... Just stop rejecting her red flags, please, 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 please. But yeah, I think I'm about to wrap this up though. I think red flags too, the last like little piece I'm going to say is I think red flags kind of goes not hand in hand, but ties into soul ties too. And when you have sex with a person, it makes it harder for you to stop messing with somebody that holds a whole bunch of red flags in your life when you are sexually intertwined and tangled up with them because you'll literally make excuses like oh like the the pee pee is just too good 
that prrr, that little cat just too good for me to leave. And it's just like, it's not, it's not worth it. There's so many fish in the sea. Okay. And you could be with the right person. Okay. So don't be keeping no toxic pee pee and the cat around. All right. It's just, there's no reason to stick with somebody only because their sex is good. When they're just horrible for everything else and literally physically making you sick and making you drained and making you tired. Just, it's a no for me. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what y'all respond back as far as toxic traits that you've seen in situations in your life or toxic traits that you've seen in yourself and red flags you've identified for yourself and you know that you should work on. Um, But yeah, thank y'all for listening to this episode and we're going to close it out with a prayer. So dear God, we just want to say thank you right now. Thank you for everything that you're doing for us and in our lives. We just want to say, please watch over us, watch over the people that are connected to us. God, remove all of the red flags that we have within ourselves and help us to work on those things that can be changed and fixed. God, we ask that you will bring us the right people in our lives, the right relationship in our lives. If we aren't ready, then we ask that you will prepare us and make us ready. We ask that you will continue to work on us, that you will clean us up and make us walk the right path. We ask that you will just love on us, love on us and fill us with your love. Fill us with your love and light to spread out into the world and get more people to come back to you. God, we just want to say that we thank you for everything that we have, for it is not of our own doing, but because of everything that you've done. We want to say thank you right now for just grace and mercy We don't deserve it all the time, but you still give it freely, and we're very grateful for it. We ask that you will give us a productive week. Allow us to be blessed. We stand under an open heaven, so anything or any, every need that needs to be met by the people that are listening to this, I ask that you will fulfill it for them right now. I ask that you will keep them protected from anything that is not of you that is demonic, that is witchcraft, magic, voodoo, hoodoo. We just ask that you will forge a forge a hedge around us. Forge a hedge around us, oh God. Keep us protected. Keep us protected from things that dress up as nice and they really aren't. I just want to say that I love you. I love you. I love you. Amen. Quick little scripture drop. Go read Job 1 verses 1 through 12. Yeah. All right, y'all. Bye.